Hello, my name is Kwame Asante, and I am the producer of GCRL Sincerely Accra and the Boga Podcast. Do you have a podcast idea and are not sure what to do? If this sounds like you, then head over to listen to gcrl.com forward slash labs to submit your idea. Selected ideas will go through GCR Labs training program and further developed into exciting podcast shows. GCR Labs, giving everyone a voice. Hello and welcome to another episode of the After the Whistle podcast. As you can tell, it's still me, Smiley, on hosting duty because KO is still not able to join us. Life, as I said the last time, is still lashing him. So, unfortunately, you have to deal with me for another episode. Today, once again, we don't quite have a full house and I am joined by Crack and David once again, who is joining us all the way from Czech Republic. Starting with you, David. Charlie, David, what happened? Charlie, thank you for having me. I'm good. I'm good. Heroes, they be people that my favorites, they fall out. Life is good. Life is good. <laughs> and Charlie, my main man, Krakus. Crack, what happened? Um, Shake a big rack, man. Crack. I'm good. Ah, you forget the other name. AKA. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, actually, introduce your body. I'm not talking. Let me make a talk. Sorry, sir. Shake, I've been a crack. I'm here and I'm back. So, I, <laughs> thank you for the words. I know, I know you guys miss me, so I'm back. I'm back. Actually, we all did it. See, let me tell you for this story. Last week, we were supposed to record. We're, hey, all, hey, we're hey. all sitting down waiting for crack to come and join us for recording. I, I open Snapchat. No, I see this guy, they playing talk. I said, <laughs> that's his name now no warning no heads up we just open snapchat we day here with the six one pieces in back with the way this guy come join me you want to play top you want to say you press record then your man will appear tell your man will appear yeah as we tell him tell him say don't crack what happened what's up your man will respond Crack what happened? We carry the Ghana Ghana beyond aid agenda go abroad overseas. Ah, so we are frustrated. Like, before I say this, one of my messages. Then <laughs> myself, I make very worried. Like I was very concerned. I say, hey, maybe something happened now. More. I open Snapchat. Your man they sip <laughs> champagne for plain top. I say, <laughs> if you want to, right, I want to talk to Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that be why they call him Arafat. Me I told you. That be why he name be Arafat. That be that be why they give up that name. <laughs> anyway, Ayuko, you've come back. You the, the thing there, by all means, the vacation go end. You come back, come join me for the suffering inside. All good things oh, wow. have to come to an end. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! Sir, please, Arafat, I'm on your side, okay? No matter. <laughs> my head has plenty pass. Anyway, oh, me, my eye gets give you. Anyway, let's jump right into it. Euros, Charlie, the round of 16 is done. We are into the quarterfinal now. We've had quite a number of major upsets because there's no better way to start than with France. France, who could have expected that this would happen? Uh, from coming... Listeners know who expected it. <laughs> from coming from a go down, from the moment, I bet from the moment... Um, Rodriguez missed the penalty and they equalized. Everybody thought, yes, this is their home and dry. They went 2 1 up, they went 3 1 up. Everybody thought the game was done. Pogba scored a beauty. Even the celebration is not a celebration that you are expecting that something is going to happen again from that point. But Charlie, Destiny had other ideas. And right now, France is out knocked out by Switzerland. David, how how shocking was this defeat for you? Not much. I said Italy will beat them and Switzerland did it. You know, neighbors of Italy. Sounds good to me. It'd be the same thing if it was the Milan border law that you catch you know Switzerland. I'm not I'm not I'm not too I'm not I'm not I'm not too surprised. But then again, 
uh it was quite um challenging on my part to accept that france went three man up and then they decided that you know what you know the be so make me try three three then go extra time and then and penalties at the end of the day switzerland deserved to um to to to, to qualify i want to big up mr lamte's man granite shaka because that day it was phenomenal i don't think i've seen shaka play this brilliant uh, ever since I, I heard his name for whatever number of years ago but he was brilliant that day i think popova deserves better i think project mbappe is over and it's now project Jorginho. thank you speaking of mbappe are you mad you think Jorginho can win it well speaking of please speaking of mbappe tell you what what do you how do you think he's going to be affected by this because you know there have been rumors going around people saying that he's become very arrogant and you could tell from the way he even tried to he even tried to take the final penalty because he was probably expecting that everything is going to go their way and he's the one going to take the final penalty and be the one on the front pages that he sends france through to the next round crack how how do you feel about these suggestions as mbappe is becoming very arrogant and what do you make of his missed penalty i mean that is very true um but football has a way of humbling you um everybody liked mbappe because of his talent and his play on the pitch you hardly hear stuff about him off the pitch you understand but then when you hear things he does a phd with sometimes when he's being subbed the way they behave towards the coach here and neymar especially and their attitude became a, a, border, a border for every coach that comes in you understand from Tunchel to everybody so like when you come to the france team it's kind of grounded like they have leaders and they have young leaders they have Pogba and, and things leading the team loris and all so you never really hear anything anything about his attitude from the france team and they recently won the world cup you understand so they had this unity and everything going on benzema comes and right now i think he's warming up to senior man everybody likes benzema and they had a little spot of food with um what's the name with Giroud. and Pogba, Pogba and the champs came out to debunk any issues of such sort in happening behind the scenes or in the dressing room but this small boy was insistent on holding a press conference to talk about the issue when your senior men your coach and one of your leaders have come out so there's no such thing going on you this small boy had to be talked down by several players hey okay fast forward to the tournament okay everything is going on well he didn't even have a great tournament he had one good game that was all there was this chance in a match that Pogba gave him a true pass and i said i swear to god he could have squared it back to Giroud. the one he played ahead of side net he could have squared it back to him if he had done that and the defender had cleared that would have been better if it was benzema he would have found a way to pass the ball to benzema but the funniest thing that happened in the tournament was when we went to penalties everybody was tweeting mbappe will be the one to miss it it was just funny in whatsapp group by whatsapp group they were saying mbappe will miss it on twitter people were saying mbappe will be the one to miss it why because of his arrogance because of his attitude everybody was saying he would be the one to miss it and lo and behold he went to play such a poor penalty it's not about the keeper pointing left and him going right on it it was a piss poor penalty and you see how the french players just turned and left it should tell you something that people are tired of his bullshit we are color you are a kid yeah you, you you've been doing well at psg champions league and in the and in the last world cup where you were one of the top three players but Charlie, we've seen players do way better than you without this arrogance we've seen ronaldo we've seen messi we've seen brazil ronaldo we've seen players you are still very young focus on your career let the bullshit go behind you 
what is this nonsense thinking attitude you understand and and these things always have a way of demoralizing the team even though they were playing well you could see that they went three when they went three one up and uh, switzerland came back and it was three two there was lack of leadership on the pitch they were all over the place they were panicking and lo and behold it happened okay fine it has happened right now we are going to penalty shootout everybody is scoring you Mbappe it had to be you poetic justice right now he has been humbled L'Equipe everybody is on him either he learns from it or he breaks him I don't care it's up to him France was my team he has disappointed me right now I'm with he's coming home he's coming home he's coming home yeah you have joined the England bandwagon I mean, it's an unwritten. You know, it's an unwritten rule that when, 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 your the 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 team you support is in a certain league, and they are doing well, you just what, what have sort of sellout speeches. What sort of sellout? It's not sellout speech. You, I know that your head, your head, your head, your hatred is so strong that you can't even you can't even say anything. In the water from Kenya, I can I can tell. In the water from Kenya, I blame Kenya. Nah, the Kenya water saved the toast. In the Dubai one. <laughs> For me, all, all I can say is the Bappe thing, the most bizarre thing that has come out of it is the fact that he managed to get them to remove Griezmann from free kick duty and put him there, even though he's never scored a free kick in his career. I still don't understand how the Shams agreed to that, but I don't know the leverage he has over him. But another upset that happened. Okay, it wasn't really an upset, but can Portugal. I, can I add something to the French one before? Yeah, sure. Like the whole Mbappe debacle. Oh, like, for sure. Oh, I'm sorry to say. Senior fat. Just quick. You see, problem is, Kylian Mbappe, I was saying this, I, I don't know if it was on Twitter Spaces or something like that. He has picked up bad habits from Neymar. He picked the bad habits, but not the talent. <laughs> right? Neymar... Neymar on days like this, you can almost bet that he'll come clutch. Even if they lose, you know that Neymar did everything he could. Like in the Champions League game against Manchester City, like even though they lost, Neymar gave his all, and you could tell that he did everything he could to bring his team on board. But you are not any. I mean, you are not Mason Mount that you can say you are driving the team. You are not other kids around the block who are taking their teams to places heck you are not even marcus rashford <laughs> you don't have ice in your veins on deciding penalties so on what basis do you have to think that you can be arrogant enough is it because you play for psg because trust me if your league is sponsored by uber eats it's questionable you can't come and tell me that because you play in the french league eh, and you are winning it every season uh, you are some superstar big guy because everybody says, oh, Kylian Mbappe is good. Kylian Mbappe is good. You are not good enough. Basically, that's what this whole thing has taught him. You are not good enough. And for me, considering the kind of talent that he is and how good he can get, I hope he learns from it and he humbles himself. Like, I hope this thing really humbles him. There's a reason why everybody likes Kante. That even though Kante did, by Kante's standards, for instance, this game was probably his worst game at the Euros. You don't he wasn't see... poor. Me, I don't, I don't su- support that Kante was poor. That yeah, I watched he, the match. He wasn't he had brilliant. The in... Look, that... but listen, he has the. So but that was. I've seen Kante have a worse game than this. But when people say that's his worst game, I don't understand. Only at the Euros. I'm just talking about the Euros. No, oh, okay. In okay. general, at the Euros, this was his worst game. But you see, nobody gets on Kante's back just because he's very likable as a person but now everybody's on your back even at pta meeting if your rabbit's mother is coming for your neck and your father's neck now it's not just you your family too are taking the you know they are also enjoying some of the the threats and other things the whole inquisition has to be called because you were too arrogant and too filled with so much ego to respect your other players and there's one thing about Giroud that everybody can say whatever they like about Giroud but Giroud wins and in very tight difficult moments he comes clutch for his teams not once not twice I don't say by thousand but yeah by thousand 
really this is this is true he comes clutch when uh, i can tell you chelsea arsenal even against uh even just last season in the champions league against no not even the atletico madrid game but i i think against ryan when we needed to win that game to be top of the group Jiro played four minutes and he scored with the last kick of the game to make sure that chelsea was top of the group even though so if a senior player like Giroud is there available to be passed to and you think and it wasn't just that chance when i was watching the game there were a lot of times you would make the run and the pass will come and and, and so the, as for the french thing there if we say we are going to it's not just mbappe of course mbappe has his own side story that we can go into but it was an amalgamation of things there was no heart there was no spirit why was the way they were playing there was no cohesion in their play and all of that look england is not brilliant but there's a lot of cohesion in their play that's why they are doing well right but look at france there was no cohesion they it's like they came in oh everybody says we are the best we're just here and by virtue of being uh, you know being known as the best we will just steamroll through and do well well Switzerland said not on my watch and if you let someone like Jaka dominate you then I don't know. Charlie, 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 you didn't even give you chance. So no, <laughs> so no. I, I, you couldn't just, you couldn't just give analysis without agenda. Ah, but anyways, <laughs> didn't you, you are giving me, like, you are giving me a taste of my own medicine. So I understand. <laughs> and it's my team. You can do whatever I want to do. Uh, mm. me, I just said that I wanted Jorginho to do it for me, for the sake of agenda. It's but Jaka too is is preferable. It's <laughs> Moving on. We also had another upset with Portugal. And funny enough, Portugal and France were the pre-tournament favorites. Okay. And now that the two of them are out, um, do you think, Mr. Uh, uh, how do I even put it? Because as Crack said, we are, it's coming home. Team, it's coming home. Do you think this is the year that they can finally do it? Because they are also on the easy side of a draw me personally I, I believe that it was it was fixed in that way because the semi-final <laughs> the semi-final <laughs> the semi-final and the final will be played at Wembley and they knew that to keep the atmosphere going they would need them they would need the team that is playing at home to be, still be there because you know in these tournaments the moment the wow. home the, the moment the home country leaves everything just becomes a bit dull and in this case England a conspiracy for wow. the semi-final and final they are more or less the home country so do you think crack do you think you've already pledged your allegiance to them but seriously do you think England can do it this time I mean I I don't know if England can do it but I think they'll go further than they usually have I think England will make it to the finals because they have to they don't have uh, like any option they have the easier part they are not on the Belgium side of, of things Belgium Italy side of things but then understand? they have Spain on their side to. and Spain seems to be picking up form at the right time yeah Spain is picking up for but England England have this grit to them where they are defensively sound you understand that's what is going for them in this tournament as well and they've gone back to their three-back formation which I always liked and I've always maintained as their best formation so with that they can do something they're also still threatening up top whether you bring Grealish on, you, be, you bring Foden on, you start uh, Saka, they can still hurt you. You bring Messi Mount, they can still hurt you as well. Yeah, this, are, this is the time where when you are going to play England, you are also going to be cautious. They are not the only team that is going to be cautious of you. You understand? Just like Spain, England will have the same chance to go. But then, looking at the other side of the bracket, England has the best chance to get to the finals. You, you, you get what I mean? Because Spain is no Belgium you understand yeah. spain is no belgium so i think they have the better chance of qualifying when it gets there when they whether they meet spain in the quarter in the semi-finals or anybody they meet they will still be favorites like even against germany a lot of people say germany were going we're going to win i was on this um i was on this clubhouse where people were predicting 5-1 germany 3-1 germany 3-0 2-0 like it was only two of us that actually predicted a win for england which wasn't surprising because a lot of people really hate England's guts. So yeah, but then I think they can get to the finals and this is their best chance ever. Because when you look at the kind of teams that knock England out in tournaments, 
they are actually big teams you understand they don't they don't get knocked out by um like they like the likes of ukraine the likes of switzerland and all those things if england is getting knocked out of a tournament is 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 name like italy like um yeah those those caliber germany those caliber of teams you understand so spain has a young squad and it's inexperienced squad like england so they will match they will match each other and they all have the best time but this is the year this is the year england has an easy way to the finals and if they don't make it to the finals they have nobody by themselves to blame but as to them winning it i want them to get to the final so we see that's yes david back to you spain Hmm. they've been creating they've been creating very like their problem isn't chance creation at all their problem is someone who you'd be very very much familiar with as a chelsea fan morata that guy Hmm. (laughs) he's not the kind of person you can depend on in a in a tournament thing is look morata Morata needs somebody up there with him. If he plays alone, a cabbage, he goes kind of shit. He will get 10 chances and you score one. You know, and it, it's because Morata is psychologically weak. He is one of those people that occasions and moments get to him. So if he's under so much pressure, it's very hard for him to come out of the pressure on top and i know it's a very hard thing to do for a lot of athletes of course it's only the world best that is able to do it consistent but morata's own is it's like i don't know how to put it but it's, it's it's so tough and it's so hard for him to come out of it he's not a bad player and in fact i think like for for the kind of talent that he has he should be doing much much better than than he does but yes spain is gaining momentum Let's not forget, they started this tournament with a certain number of loss to their staff or players because of COVID. You know, they lost Busquets, they lost this, they lost that. So what what other teams were? And if you, I was listening to, I think the, uh, I think it was Gillian Balagay who was talking about Spain and how they were training and how they were all just doing, you know they were doing just individual training at the beginning when the tournament was about to start and other teams were camping and getting their tactics right and team play and team cohesion they were doing individual because they had covid outbreak in their camp so the only mentality that they have going into this tournament was if we are able to overcome this difficulty and this place where we've been backed up to the wall then there's nothing we can't overcome if you know their coach's story where his daughter had cancer and he had to go through all that emotional roller coaster he's bringing that same energy that same fight that same drive he's trying to instill the same thing in the team so now they are not playing from a point of view of just talent they are playing from a point of view of our backs are against the wall and we have something to prove and for me i'm not going to hide it i don't like england i love mason mount i love ben Chilwell. i love you know the right back uh, reese james but I don't like England at all, just because of the way the pundits speak and the they way bore. their fans are so they arrogant and pompous. Yes, they, they are annoying, very, very, very. They are, they are very much like Chelsea fans, right? Very annoying. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm very much glad day, that you can admit that one. Oh, I know. Chelsea fans are quite annoying, but they're also the best fans in the world. But that's another issue for them. But. They are, they are very much annoying. And so me, I don't want them to do well. I wanted Germany to beat them. Well, I blame Muller. If you, you be a Luman way, then nice ball from Kajavet. In fact, Kajavet deserves better. But that's another agenda for that. Right? And so now Spain has a chance to do for us what Germany couldn't do. But I'm going to put in my hot take here. And I'm going to speak Russian for a moment. Davai Ukraine, Davai Eta Dienat. This, hey. Let's go Ukraine. Let's do this. This <laughs> is Ukraine's time. I'm I'm predicting two one after extra time against uh, against England. Nobody is ranking them, but if you watch Ukraine, they play with so much heart, so much spirit, and you'll be pleasantly surprised. They actually play some very good football. So 
but yeah, England rarely goes out against you know lower ranked teams than them and other things. But me, I'm throwing my the hatred is that much that I will throw my my heart and my head behind Ukraine to to you know to cause an upset. I Andre Andre Shevchenko has has done fairly well in this tournament. He's managed the team very well. He's managed their games very well. They've done they've played some very good football. They have goals in them. Zinchenko, uh, even like I say he did mad. He be pep way do I the hold them back. But the guy they mad, yeah. So Navar Ukraine. <laughs> Me, I'm hundred I'm one hundred percent behind you because Charlie at this point I'll even suppose Lesotho against England. We just need them out. <laughs> anyway we on the other side of the draw we have belgium belgium seem to be going through a mini injury crisis right now they have kevin de Bruyne struggling with an injury from the last game hazard also limbed off in the game do you think they can keep going without those two players crack Oh, they they can, they can. I think they can still go. But your next game is against uh, Italy. Um, yes, it's against Italy. But as I'm saying, Italy too is a team that is performing well in this tournament. But they are also newbies. They they are also in inexperienced. They have an inexperienced squad, except the two Metusales uh, at the back. Actually, ah, the old men, the old men, the old men at the back. But then they are in defense. But I won't be surprised if one of them is fit and comes back. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them, trust me. I wouldn't put it past them that you have one of their players back. So yeah, you, they have a whistle. Whistle is in midfield, right? He's back. Yeah. Yes, he is back. He is fit and back and he's not in there. So it's just hazard and debrine that are doubtful, right? Yeah. Yeah, but Hazard it seems to be a hamstring yes. injury, so that probably rules him out for the rest of the tournament. He there, they can survive without him. <laughs> Actually, we attack this. They can, they can survive without him. So don't want the as long as you still have King Luca in attack that can bully the Metusales in that he has already done that in Italy. I mean, it's fair game. It's fair game still, but I wouldn't be surprised if Italy knocks them out. It's a, it's a 50-50 game with that one. If Hazard and both De Bruyne were 100%, it wouldn't have been close. But with that injuries, it, it, it puts the game in balance. But anybody can anybody can win. Senior Italia, what do you have to say about hmm. this? Because you did, I know this that. Is, I mean, you see, the problem is, these are my teams. I hate it here. Because first of all, I, my third team was Portugal. And my fourth was Germany, and then they faced in the previous. One human being, you get first team, you get second team, you get third team, you get fourth team. Why? <laughs> if one no win, you for plan your life. If one no win, two for winning, two no win, three for winning, three no win, four for win. At the end of the day, if any of them win, you are comf- you are comfortable, right? And now Germany, group of death, everybody die for inside. <laughs> so it left only Belgium, then, then Italy, and it's a struggle for me because. Is there a way both of them can qualify? I, I need both of them to qualify, to be fair. One of them should you have know. been on the England side of I'll, the draw to save everybody the, the headache. Uh, this uh, is the thing. But, you see, but, but it's a very, very difficult game to call. Regardless of the talent and everything, it's a very difficult game to call. Because Belgium, on one hand, have the talent, they have the calmness so to speak you know there's not much pressure on them this tournament so they are just coasting through with their class and doing very well as and when you know changing gears as and when and martinez can do some madness in tactics at any point in time italy on the other hand have a record to keep upgrading upon basically this what italy is doing is uh, and I, i when i lived in italy five months ago right they there was this feeling across board that they had fallen out of love with their national team just like the way Ghanaians are falling out of love with black stars after the whole world cup thing and everything there was this feeling in Italy that they are falling out of love with their national team and Mancini was the guy that was trying to bring back that love 
you know they are actually doing it and we are just saying it but you know <laughs> that's another issue right? so mancini's italy is a very different italy to the normal italy that we've seen throughout our lifetime where very defensive very compact this one they are compact but they have flair they create chances that's and then, true. Uh, they create chances and then they they score goals so it's a bit and they control games totally regardless yeah. of whatever they control games totally we know why i'm not gonna say it but we know why they control games totally uh... oh fuck off <laughs> <laughs> you may deny it but denial by man is not denial by god i'm saying <laughs> god he's doing it this tournament regardless of however you feel you can't deny that Jorginho in that pivot in italy has been sensational you can say whatever you like but it's facts and everybody knows it the listeners know it i know it you know it people in dubai know it so <laughs> italy is playing very well lukaku gives belgium an outlet so belgium can soak up the pressure but you see you call italy's defense old waddies and old people but belgium's defense is also quite old and they are quite slow you know so it's actually quite a very difficult matchup and for me i'll say it is the people the person that takes their chances on the day that will win it, it's too hard for me to say oh belgium will win or oh, italy will win because it's going to be such a tactically closed game it, if you take it's going to be like the champions league final you take you get a one chance you take it you win the game you don't take it you're out basically so whoever executes their tactics to the perfection of perfections they would win the game that day basically hmm. and finally the team that everybody seems to have fallen in love with everybody's second team denmark they go up against czech republic czech republic have david's uh pick for discovery oh, of the are tournament. you talking about my <laughs> uh, you see i'm out here doing the lost work pointing people to the right areas to see the right things <laughs> but how much of Denmark's form do you think is down to Ericsson's situation? Do you think they would have gone this far if Ericsson hadn't um, collapsed, had this heart attack or whatever it was on the pitch? Maybe they are just playing. Is is they are more fueled by passion than talent, David? I I think Denmark would have gone forward anyway. With regardless, you have to look at. How they've been playing even before the tournament they've not been bad at all they've actually been quite consistently good for a while now everybody just assumes i mean of course there is that element of passion from let's do it for christian right let's do it for for christian let's do it it's there but they've been doing they've been doing it before so me i'm not too surprised i i, I am quite pleasantly surprised with the performance of Czech Republic, and also considering that nobody in the country actually cares, because here <laughs> they play the wins. If you know they hear any goal or pain or anything, like they know they play ball. Wait, Czech a, Republic was the was the main sport over there. Ice hockey. <laughs> ice hockey. So if it's not on ice, football is the second. But if it's not on ice, they don't really care. To be fair, so they are beating and winning games and. It doesn't even feel like there are not even a lot of viewing centers. Just a couple of sports bars that are open and stuff like that. Everybody is just going about their day like you don't even realize. Like, like it was just in the last group stage game and even the uh how do you call it the round of sixteen match that they started tweeting like news agencies in Czech Republic started actively tweeting about Czech's performances and. It's a goal by Tomashik or whoever has scored, Polish or whoever. But Czech is a very resilient team. They don't have a lot of talent, but they are, in Ghana, call it Kikrao, Kikrao football. They will play it, they will make it dirty, they will make it nasty, and they will do whatever. They will script for the, for the win. Denmark, on the other hand, are like, you know, Scandinav- very regular Scandinavians, sweet touch and go you know do this do that they are also quite tough you know as a team to beat you know of course they have the danish prince in the middle of their defense why are you surprised but then again it, so hmm. this is actually quite an, another uh, evenly matched game 
if your team win Champions League, you defeat talk anything you don't want to crack. You defeat talk anything. I'm make sorry. You defeat talk anything you don't want. You know. Yeah, make sorry. Continue. But of course, people might not notice it, but you know, uh, Christensen is doing very well in defense for Denmark in the Euros. <sighs> but hey, people won't talk about it. Who am I? I'll just point you to that direction. It's another, it's another evenly matched game, but just because the Bible says wherever you find yourself, pray for the success of that country. I, I think Czech will win the, the quarterfinal. Uh, yes, I think Czech will win. And actually, if you don't take care, Czech goes to the final. If you don't take care. Let's be serious over here. Anyway, real quick, Crack, who has been the player of the tournament so far? It was Pogba, but it's out. David, who's your pick for player of the tournament yeah. so far? Actually, I, I have to agree with Kante. Popova was absolutely brilliant in this in this tournament. He showed why he is Popova. He showed why when Manchester United signed him, they paid record money for him. And he also showed why <laughs> Manchester United need to get their eyes together in the transfer market. Because if you surround Popova with the right personnel, he showed us what he can bring to the club or what he can do on the football pitch. Passing, interceptions, driving forward, scoring goals. Like, what can this guy do? And I'm not even his biggest fan, but what can't he do, basically? So, unlocking Pogba season six we are heading for. Ah, the, after the unlock, the, the key, you know, the idea Chelsea. But it be four billion pounds. That's all I can say. <laughs> anyway, in case you guys haven't done this already, please follow our Twitter accounts at ATW Podcast GCR and just give us feedback on our episodes by either mentioning the handle or using the hashtag ATWGCR. Also, please remember to just give us a five star rating on Apple Podcast so that the podcast can be recommended to plenty other people so that they can have as much fun listening to us as you do now breaking news can from I this just mention another player wait you, before we go to breaking news i beg you back. oh yeah sure, i just want ahead. to I just, I just want to big up raheem sterling the england people be just talking to him anyhow but when the push comes to shove he's always bailing them out so Apart from Paul Pogba, I would say Sterling has also had a very, very, you know, no pun intended, but he's had a Sterling <laughs> competition. That's all. Anyway, <laughs> speak uh, still on the topic of English players. At long last, at long last, one of yeah. the longest transfer sagas has finally come to an end. Because just before we started recording, the news broke that Jaden Sancho has finally the is the deal is almost over Jesus, the line. Jesus, Jesus, that's what we call you. Actually, many things you are owning, a La- holy king, a carpenter. You are a living God. Is that Sheikh Arafat? Jesus, Jesus. Sheikh Arafat. That's what we With call the athletes. you. Ah, give us. Many things oh. you were on. A holy king, a carpenter. You are the living one. Hey! Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And there's one last song in Chi. There's one last song in Chi. I may make you. How do you feel? That's all I have how to do you feel? Honestly, just give us how you feel. Why you, why, why, why you starting with crack? Why, why See, yeah. you will not you, you, you don't get anything boy. talk. You don't get anything talk. Hey. Hey. It be your team. <laughs> Sir, please, I'm sorry. I won't do that again. Crack, how do you feel See, that yeah. finally like, it's, it's done? Look, I'm so happy. Like, you people don't understand. Like, I really love that boy. Yo. See, finally, 
he's coming back home. The Bundesliga tax it will not work on him because he's English. <laughs> we saw when Hargreaves we saw when Hargreaves came back to United. We saw it. It wasn't about Bundesliga tax. His blood and guts are in England. Oh. He's born and bred English. Oh. And that guy's style of play is going to help us so much. Right now, when you overcrowd the left, we can attack from the right. He can switch flanks. He can switch flanks. He can play through the middle. He can play as a number 10. That guy is very good. We are just two players away from having a solid squad. We are one center back away and a right back away. You understand? The, the midfield, the, if Pogba goes, that's when we are going to buy. We've accepted that United isn't going to buy any midfielder. So let's just take it like that. But then, for so many years, we have never ever solved the right side of attack. Let me say, after Valencia went so. to right, went to the right back, we've never had a solid winger on the right side. We always play makeshift players there, makeshift players there. But right now, we have a solid guy that we can put on the right. Even though he will interchange, he can still play from the right very well. And I know he's going to show his value to the likes of Smiley and the rest. I can't wait to see my boy play. I can't wait to see my boy shine. I can't wait to see my boy bring it our first Ole's first trophy. Hmm. I hope this is Ole's boy. This oh. is Ole's signing. And personally personally me people already know my feelings about Sancho right now that he's he has finally joined I'm prepared to put all my my previous um, reservations about him aside and, and hope for the best it's just that I, I I can't I can't help but feel skeptical because Charlie if you don't think Okay, your front three is going to be Rashford, Sancho, and Greenwood. Three Englishmen. Everybody knows how I feel about English players. You are you, if you, you are trying to dominate the league with three English forwards who are all not starting for the England national team. For me, <laughs> there are some question marks over there. It's, it's, it's very worrying for me because you can't oh. tell me that the English bench is capable of winning the Premier League. You, um, but as I said, I'm prepared to put all my reservations aside. I'm happy that finally we've signed a right winger, just as Crack said. We've signed a for a, a, a talented, a, a seemingly talented player. Me, I can't. I'm not a scout. I can't say that. I can't. I can't give any definite statements about him. So I'm oh, just yes, or football manager. You just you can't tell me you're not a scout. I'm, I'm not a scout. But take your license from you. <laughs> I'm not a scout. It's not my job to judge talent. So I'm just going to hope for the best. I'm just hoping that finally we, we can turn the corner and stop giving all the balls to that one Bissaka on the right to do all the attacking on the right for us. Finally, there's someone who can do some small attacking on the right. David, I just I can't give you 10 seconds make you talk. You know, you know, get anything to talk about. Ah. First of all, two, two seconds go. First of all, I don't agree with you with regards to the England thing. I was telling you off there, actually, that the reason why they are on the bench is because Southgate were born. <laughs> but so <laughs> that's the point. They, Sancho shouldn't be on the bench with no disrespect to Saka, but any day, any reasonable, properly proper manager starts Sancho ahead of Saka. It's facts. It's that's what it is. So me, I don't see the you know, I get where you are coming from, but still they are not England's bench. They are just on the bench because Southgate will need Now to the player himself, I think he's brilliant. Uh as a Chelsea boy or as a Chelsea fan, I I'm jealous actually. Quite jealous because I would have wanted my club to sign him, but we can't sign Sancho and Haaland at the same time. So we have to pick one. And it looks like Abovich has decided that it's Haaland that he wants. So good luck to you. I do pray and hope the Bundesliga tax comes. And I hope it hits heavily 23 to 72%. You know. But wait, oh, 
Uh-huh. We are praying for that for us. Why Haaland don't know about <laughs> Australia? Huh? Right now, dear, you don't understand English. <laughs> you are praying for Bundesliga. Ah, Haaland, where is he coming from? Wait, then, ha- wait, 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 wait. Where is Haaland coming from? Then he did Austria before. <laughs> so in beginnings, Austria. Austria. You ever see? You ever? You ever? You ever see prayer backfire before? This is your own. <laughs> Me, my prayers on the backfire. If I pray now, nah, God, it doesn't. Ah, don't my boy be that. Make a hear. Make a make a do give him. Oh, but actually, but like all jokes aside, though, I, I agree with what Crash is saying. I think he will actually shine. I think he will flourish. I think he has a point to prove, both to Manchester mm-hmm. City, to himself, to the pundits, to Gareth Southgate for not starting him at Euros. So yep. I think he's going to start very well next season. My only thing is that Manchester United don't have the coach, but hey, this is boy. And I think he's going to run him into the ground. And he's going to end up injured or burnt out like Bruno. I think he's going to overplay him. Because when he turns to his bench, he wouldn't want to bring Dan James and things on, you know, to play. So Nah, you see, this is where you're getting it wrong. He wouldn't overplay him. He wouldn't. That's what we all thought. No, no, no. The thing is that the reason why you saw it that way was we had a lot of injuries last season. Even Martial. Regardless of Martial's poor form, he wasn't fit most of the time. Even Dan James, when there were times where Dan, Dan James were, was injured. Mm-hmm. Once you have Cavani starting, mm-hmm. and you are rotating Cavani safe, and you, you can still put Greenwood on the right, and even Sancho on the left, and Rashford rest. Rashford can come back on the left, Sancho can rest. But I'm saying that all this bar injuries, you understand? If they are all fit, if the United team is fit, he actually has options. He is not going to overrun him. He can play in the league. He will not play in the cup I, matches. I'm not going to lie, you but I don't trust social one bit. I don't think he has the range for it. And looking at how he's treated Van de Beek, I genuinely don't think there is a point that he would not... No, Van de, Van, de Beek, the, Van de Beek is a different situation altogether. How is it a different situation? He just has to look, put him in the position look, of Bruno. Literally. No, it is not about that. We've seen Van de Beek play in that number 10 role mm-hmm. where our attack becomes stagnant. You understand? Yeah. Because but... the kind of ball we play with Bruno is everything goes through Bruno. Uh-huh. He, Bruno drops, takes the ball, spread passes, looks for the ball. But when Van de Beek is playing, it's always as if like he's hiding from the ball. He's like this finesse player that always want. He plays a one-touch kind of football. You know that 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 Ajax but that, but that's but that's but that's as no, a no, consequence no, of coaching. No, no, relax, relax, relax. Our system is not as fluid as Man City. Van de Beek at Chelsea will suffer as well, cause he's not going to play like Messi Mount. You understand the way you deploy Messi Mount, he's not going to play like that. But he Even will play. He, depl- he could play as Jorginho though. He could play in that. No, he can't. Then you don't know. Then you don't know Van de Beek. He can't. But that's the way he used to play. He used to be that box to box midfielder for Ajax. Yes, but Jorginho is not box to box. Jorginho, you understand? Okay, yeah. He's not. More, most likely he's, he's a deep lining. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. That when you play him, that's why you're going to play him in the McTominay role. But then again, Van der Beek is not good defensively. Of course. With Ajax, with Ajax, they attack and defend as a unit. Mm-hmm. But at United, it's like everybody's playing their role. So at the end of the day, it's a you consequence understand? of coaching though. So you do realize that, yes, you do realize that when you play Van der Beek, Mata and Bruno, or when you play Bruno and Van der Beek in the same, or Van der Beek, Bruno, Puba, you realize that our attack is really fluid and flourishes, but then again, we lose, we lose, uh, 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 defensive we lose our de- defensive shape. Yes, you understand. Yeah, you know what? This Van is Beek not going a, to be a, a, a united a, a, discussion about Van de Beek and then, then, and then, then. We are happy that Sancho has signed, hmm. and that is all. Yeah, da- you see how David? I mean, I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> see how David I'm just come through the track. <laughs> Yeah, you you not being happy actually makes us happy because that means we've done something right. Uh, and, and, and I don't dis- I don't disagree. I mean, who would have thought that the day at the time at Woodward leaves you actually actually you actually sign a quality player in a position that you need one. Mm, yeah. That's what they will say. It's a beautiful brand new thing. <laughs> hey, please, Th- thank, you for, thank you for thank you for that closing remark. Thank you. <laughs> moving on, <laughs> moving on. It's now time for the Kentucky NBA roundup. Brought to you as always by Kentucky Foods. 
who are the makers of the best jollof in town, the best fried rice, the best yam with turkey. And as we said on the previous episode, they are coming up with new options on their menu. So just keep your eyes on the ground. It's going to blow your mind. It's going to blow Turkey your crackles. mind. If she knew me, check Arafat went to Kenya and Dubai for inspiration. Oh, yeah, yeah. He so went to get back. some inspiration for some new cuisine. So Sheikh. we expect you some Arafat, new. Please, ah, so, so you people can't wait. Eh? Oh, we can't wait. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, we can't wait. We, we make ready. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, yes. our new menu is going to excite you people, so let's watch out for it. But then again, this year's NBA man, it's actually called the 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 uh, the ER ER NBA season. Everybody's getting injured. All mm. the stars are getting injured. Like every series, every week, there's first injury to a star or a player. Like right from the start of the playoffs. Has this ever happened before? Every team has had one serious injury. No, it hasn't. Could it be because it's of, of the burnout from COVID? It, no, it's not from just COVID. It's from the um, sharp turn of the season. You understand? Because mm-hmm. of the bubble, because mm-hmm. of the bubble, they mm-hmm. rushed and brought the season together. And most of the, because they wanted to be in line and play before the um, Olympics, they actually um, jumped up the, the games. You understand? They were like some teams were playing back to back, back to back so often. One day rest going like they were they are fatigued. You understand? They are fatigued. This is the first time that the NBA they even played seventy two games instead of the regular eighty two. You understand? And even with the seventy two, you can find yourself playing every other day. Like in a week, you can play like four times. You understand? Which is unprecedented because they barely had rest and all of that. So I hope the NBA has learned from this and not repeat this again. Cause Charlie. The injuries are so bad right now. You don't even know the favorites. You don't even know what's going to happen in the next uh, game. You don't even know who is going to the NBA finals. Like even with your betting man, Charlie, so many people have lost their bets because Milwaukee was on their way to being the favorites, and right now Giannis has a, a left knee sprain. You understand? Luckily, he hasn't he hasn't torn his AC or anything, but then he's out of game five, and right now he's tied up two two with the Hawks. Anything can happen in that series. Kawhi is also out of the season with his knee injury. But then Clippers are still holding on for their dear lives. You understand? And they've been playing very well. Paul George has taken the touch and playing very, very well. It's right now, it's currently 2-3-2 two, two in favor of the Suns. Chris Paul also missed the first two games and is back now. So we don't know whether the Clippers are going to make it 3-3 three, three and force a game 7 or the Suns are going to take it and close it out. We'll go to the NBA Finals for the first time in years. You understand? It's kind of exciting and sad as well because you really want to see the good teams and their best players and their star players shining. But right now, it's like role players picking up the torch and playing. It's a dangerous and slippery slope because, Charlie, without the stars, people can even lose interest in watching some of the games because I want to see Giannis dunk on somebody's ass. You understand? (laughs) I, I don't want to see a game where teams are going to go 0 for 10 to start the game and everything because everybody is like shaking up and all of that but then it could be good for the NBA as well because other players are stepping up but I'll rather have the stars play so right now in the semi-finals we have Hawks tied up 2-2 with Milwaukee Bucks and we have the Suns leading the Clippers 3-2 because the Suns just need a game to qualify to the finals they just need a game they just need to win a game so one out of two will do it. And the Clippers have to win two out of two to make it. So that's an exciting series to watch. And we are finally getting close to the NBA final. That's when I know the likes of Smiley and everyone will be interested in watching. We all want to watch NBA finals, not playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so so luckily we'll get there and everybody will enjoy it. So that's it for NBA Rana. Thank you for that solid NBA roundup. Go, and can, can I can I add something to this? Go ahead. Yep. On a football tangent, you see, the way the NBA players are burnt out, I'm actually very scared that this season, the players in the football leagues will also begin to burn out this, like this. Because this is true. we may not like to accept it because as fans we are enjoying it, but they've played a hell of a lot of football in the past year. Just think about the US ends July 11th. Most teams are starting their 
preseason this week. This uh from fifth or let's say next week. Look, I know Chelsea starts fifth of July. David, the yes. most useless thing is that Qatar World Cup. And think about it, you're gonna play a whole season with Champions League, FA Cup, Carabao Cup, and what Dutch Super League and uh, La Liga League and uh, uh, you know French Coupe de la Ligue and everything all together from the various leagues and then after all of that you're gonna go to your national team train come back to your club train again start a league I don't even know whether I'm going to start and pause and go to World Cup and back I don't even know how they're gonna do it but I genuinely am afraid and scared for like a lot of fans of teams are happy the big countries are leaving because price at Chelsea fans are going like oh my god Germany is out that's plus three players that can rest Harvard Sky and uh, Harvard and you know Timo and uh, how do you call him Kokema and Rudiger can go on a break <laughs> Scotland left see me I guess I'm talking about Rudiger but I know we we'll talk about for you <laughs> Scotland left early everybody's happy because Gilmore can now finalize his loan move to Norwich and be happy and do whatever but you know at the end of the there's a lot of countries that are not performing even in the euros because their players are actually quite tired the players are tired and think about how long you get a, what 10 days more for your holidays and then you have to report to duty and then you have to start chelsea players i don't even know how much thomas will give them because we play super league uh, super cup or whatever as uh, sometime early august so they have to come back as quickly as possible so I genuinely am scared and I don't want my best players getting injured in the crunch moments. Let's not forget, in January, the African players are leaving for AFCON. <laughs> the African players are leaving for AFCON. You know what? Everybody you know, seems to have forgotten. You know, you know what? We'll discuss this on another episode. You they like talk plenty too much. Yeah. Thank you for joining. <laughs> Shelly, thank you. Thank you for joining us once again. Again on short notice, you, but he came through for us. And Charlie, no thank you, fam. Why you don't get any option? Hey, if my if my boss shake Ibn Arafat the fourth, talk. What what do I have to say? What do I have to say? Hey, I said Ibn Sheikh Ibn Mahmoud. If I leave you, boy, you go just go on and on. Ibn Mahmoud Arafat. Okay. So shake it been my food after. Thank you. You know what say ask who who would see me for there. That we are come then go buy Santo because then since I are both top class the prince. They can come buy United. So the greatest here. Uh, when say make we move fast. So say they don't go. Uh huh. Okay. It's just it's Thank you to Kid Techie for sponsoring this podcast as always. Thank you to the Gold Coast Reports, Cyril and Donald for being the producers and holding us down with everything that goes on. And Charlie, whilst you are on the Gold Coast Reports, check out the list, check out listen to gcr.com where we have all our podcasts. You can find podcasts like Sincerely Accra, Sex and Sanity, Free Your Mind. Charlie, we have like over 10 different podcasts you can check out. So I'm sure you find something that you like. And then Remember to follow and interact with our Twitter accounts at ATW Podcast GCR and feel free to please ATW Podcast GCR. Feel free to tweet with the hashtag ATWGCR. Let us know what you think about our episodes. Remember to give us feedback because we we really appreciate the feedback you give us on our episodes. And Charlie, with that being said. We hope to catch you after the um, quarterfinal is done. We'll put out another one when the semifinals are about to be played. So thank you again for listening to this episode. And ATW dominates the conversation. Neymar, Busquets. Neymar, ataque de nuevo el futuro campeón de liga. Messi dejando el balón para Neymar. Atención ahí fuera del juego. Balón para Luis Suárez. Gol. Va a golpear Cristiano. Se espatarra el bicho. Va a golpear con la derecha. Chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the final. Hazard. 
won the title for Leicester City tonight. Irving and Curry, one-on-one. -on -one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Curry!